0: Aloha, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the podcast. This is a David Ike, you know, the legend himself. This is a very censored podcast podcast i want to let all of you know i had to edit this dramatically as it got pulled from youtube i already went through the censorship i don't want to get another strike on my channel and lose everything all right so that's where i'm at and i just had to get this up i'm really excited to get this up and at the same time i want to let you know that this is extremely edited and is also very censored for the public youtube and podcast all right so if you want the unedited version you have to get over to patreon this is not about money this is not about getting anything from you or selling anything to you what this is about is getting around the censorship okay on patreon this is a private way to get access to my videos and access to these types of interviews that will never hit social media all right so David Ike and I cover so many awesome topics of course reptilians of course getting into what's happening right now uh, with COVID. getting into the truth and exactly the details about consciousness and the fifth dimension what's going on with the matrix and the simulation how to really exit all of that and get in tune with with the infinite consciousness, all right. You guys are gonna love this one. Um, without any further ado, let's just get right into it. Dear, thank you so much for taking the time to be here. How are you feeling?
1: Oh, I'm I'm good. You know, bit bit rushed off my feet, but um, I, remember, I remember the days when being rushed off your feet was trying to get people to listen. Now it's dealing with people who want to listen, so it's um, it's it's a different challenge and a much nicer one, I can tell you. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's good.
0: Yeah, happy to hear that. Yeah, I would agree. Very much agree with that. Yeah. Thank you again for taking the time. I figured we can just jump right into it and hopefully get like 30 minutes of some sort of censored format. And I can just hopefully get this up, you know, to the internet and to YouTube and everything. And then maybe the Last 30 minutes, we can open up a little bit more, and I'll post that separately, privately on my Patreon. That way, we can cover it all. And I'm sure you, you know, have a strategy for yourself, and you're experiencing all this censorship. And we can get into that right away. I
1: basically basically just whack it out there, and what what happens happens. But I, uh, I, I, we had an email actually I saw today, which um, someone was trying to make comments about me. Nice comments about me, actually, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, in um, response to you know, like YouTube comments. Yeah. Instead, every time I posted anything nice about you, was taken down. So, yeah, she should have hurled abuse at me. It would have stayed there then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, these people are. These people are. These are little boys and girls in short trousers and school uniforms, aren't they? But there you go.
0: Yeah, exactly, and this is exactly how I view it too. It's just a game that you know we have to play in order to get this information out there. And at the same time, yeah, it's something that I wish people would just grow up a little bit. But that's okay. That's what we're here for—to do this so we can, you know, get to the people that really want to hear this information right and get it out there as much as we possibly can.
1: It seems to me that you know, stunted development psychologically is um, is is a prerequisite to to being in these positions. Really, I mean. You know, I said in a video the other day. You know, you you don't see impressive people in these mm-hmm. positions of power because impressive people wouldn't do as they're told. <laughs>
0: they're
1: not impressive people, they want um, compliant people uh, yeah. who just do whatever they're told. And so you have your Zuckerbergs and your Rins and Pages and your Wojcieszkis and all these people. They're just compliant, um, just compliant gophers. Um, yeah the idea that uh, people like zuckerberg for instance is running facebook is a joke i mean it's, it's hilarious
0: yeah exactly and we can start right there that was one of the questions i had with you know facebook and this metaverse and things that are changing in this digital age you know what i talk about and what i you know view all of this as is like you know this material universe and the matrix or whatever you want to call it right and this digital thing that is obviously taking over now and then these recent events have obviously shifted us you know into that even more so and then you have this other thing right that people that have awakened you know beyond this level of control that are seeing beyond what's going on on the surface right can see through this and there's this other thing that i'd like to call new earth right this different thing that people are attracting to you know so uh um, what do you first of all yeah what do you think about the metaverse and and all that and do you think people are going to get sucked into that or you think there's hope for humanity whatsoever <laughs> well
1: it's like, it's like everything is choice but um, I'm just writing a book at the moment actually I've nearly finished it Um, which is um, is looking at these uh, some of these deeper levels of reality Um, and you know I've been saying since the just after the turn of the millennium that Mm -hmm. we we live in a simulation of some form Um, and I think I know a lot more about it uh, uh, now and certainly having researched it for this book and you know the way I see it is that you've got two fields, Um, you've got the infinite field, and you've got the simulation field. And the simulation field seeks to mimic the infinite field. Uh, And uh, the idea is that we are uh, manipulated to connect into this simulation field so that it basically feeds our reality it just feeds us our reality if you if the, the the point that we interact with it is the five senses so if you're only in five sense um, reality you're only in five sense self-identity perception then basically this simulation field is feeding you your sense of reality that's why before I knew any of this for decades I've been pointing out, The bottom line of what I call this global cult that's behind um, uh, the direction of the world currently, Mm -hmm. the bottom line is to disconnect what I call body-mind, five-sense reality basically, from expanded levels of consciousness and expanded levels of consciousness are connected to the the infinite field. So (laughs) they've 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 got someone very different on the line right oh yeah <laughs> uh, so what people call awakening in my view people you know to comes to their own conclusions mm-hmm. um is awakening from the five sense prison cell which is connecting you to the simulation um construct matrix whatever you want yeah. um and it's feeding you a, a a reality that holds you in perceptual servitude that's what it all is it all comes down to perception in the end psychology and when you awaken you start to connect with the infinite field and at that point you start to see the world very different but see yourself very different you start to be able to connect dots um, which the five senses can't connect because the the, the whole way that the five senses decode reality is to see dots they uh, they decode a very narrow band of perception i say the simulation Mm -hmm. and that Band of perception is basically what we call form what we call objects overwhelmingly it's just objects Mm -hmm. and so the five senses are feeding us a reality in which you have objects people buildings whatever and between them is empty space so the very foundation of the way the five senses and I don't think this is an accident at all Mm -hmm. uh, decode reality is that everything's apart from everything else everything's separated from everything else Mm -hmm. and um once you uh start to realize as you expand your awareness and anyone could do it you know it's just a choice really Mm -hmm. then you 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 realize that actually there's no empty space there's no empty space between objects there's a sea of energy consciousness possibility uh, uh probability and all these um All these things that uh, are waiting to manifest um, if we choose to connect with them and bring them into manifestation Uh, and uh, but the five senses see only everything apart from everything else and this happens this this works on so many levels because if you if you look at the world only through the five senses you'll never get what's going on yeah because everything looks random everything looks separated Facebook looks separated from the World Health Organization, and so on. Um, and uh, they aren't. <laughs> whatever, whether it's the world that we experience in the world of the scene, or whether it's infinite reality, everything is connected. Five senses are always telling us they're not. Yeah, and that's, I... that's why they want us um, imprisoned in the five senses and and all the labels of the five senses the labels of a human life because then they got you and that's yep. why the the, the the awakening is the worst nightmare of that which wishes to suppress us
0: yeah i agree i agree wholeheartedly yes and for me going through that myself all those aha moments all those uh, you know things that I researched many many years ago started really making a lot of sense once you you know perceive beyond that veil like i said of illusion that's happening and it's amazing to me you know walking around every day seeing just how thick that layer is you know that layer of illusion that i'm talking about um, is way uh you know thicker than i can even comprehend honestly and i'm seeing it and it only allows me to have more compassion for these people that are you know, locked into their senses like that. And they genuinely don't know anything beyond it, you know, because they are seriously, you know, entrapped in it. And I can see that on them just by viewing it. And like I said, naturally, just having compassion and empathy for these people more and more. And at the other end of this, we have this awakening where people are piercing that veil going through it, whatever it is, you know, on the surface that gets them attracted to it. But finally, they pierce through that veil. And here we are on the other side connecting as you know, infinite souls as infinite beings right connected to that real thing that is beyond the artificial thing so yeah. it's an in, it's inevitable in my mind
1: yeah i, I think the the kind of uh, if you like the physics of it is mm-hmm. that um obviously every time we think or feel or feel emotion yeah. we're generating frequencies and mm-hmm. the nature of those frequencies are dictating the the frequency um expression in, in our energetic field yeah uh, and so um if if you can be manipulated through the five senses and the sense of apartness the sense of separation alone never mind all the other mm-hmm. stuff that um you, you um you are little me you have no power everything's limited uh and it's all a world of i can't and bewilderment and all the rest of it then that perceptual state it's a very low vibrational state. Yeah. And 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 then you've got um very high vibrational states, expanded levels of our consciousness. And and the, the the two cease to communicate with each other because their their frequency compatibility connection is is gets gets wider and wider. That's what the separation is for me. Mm-hmm. So that when you open your heart and when you for me, the, the big thing is to Redefine your self identity. Yes. From self identifying with the labels of the human life. Yes. Which is about limitation. They're, what are the labels of a human life? I am a man. I am a woman. I am this race, that race. I am mm-hmm. this sexuality. I am this income bracket. I am this um, nation. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all the labels of the five senses. This is the world of the five senses. Those labels are about. So if you if you um, self identify with those. Not, not that you don't enjoy the experience, if it's a nice experience. And I'm, I'm all for all this, um, you know, uh, if you like, diversity of perception, diversity of way of doing things. I'm all for that because, I mean, we're all possibility. We should be celebrating.
0: Yeah, life. that's what we're here to do. Yeah.
1: I'm of all possibility. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is is, is, if, is, if you completely self-identify the I, the the ultimate I with Mm -hmm. those labels, you get pulled into into five sense perception. Um, uh, Whereas when you self identify with being the consciousness having the experience, the the, the consciousness that ultimately is infinite, infinite having the experience, Mm -hmm. then um, your um, frequency by definition expands, because you've gone from a limited sense of identity, which means Mm -hmm. a limited frequency, to an expanded sense of self-identity, which means an expanded frequency. And suddenly, um, because of that awakening out of the five senses to connect with other levels of of yourself, that frequency separation, disconnection is healed. Mm -hmm. Because that then starts from the five senses out into expanded awareness, becomes a single flow of of consciousness rather than a a separated uh, consciousness my senses from expanded awareness and of course what happens then is you obviously start to see the world and everything are completely different and you know there's a a theme very clearly going on um, Mm -hmm. is accentuate everything all the things that were going on before all the psychological traits and and ways of looking at the world that were going on Mm -hmm. before um, have suddenly become so concentrated um, that it's, it's in your face. It's suddenly, it's suddenly become something you don't have to look for. It's there. Yeah. And so, you know, I've watched people who've walked mm-hmm. um, and, and it's like a black cloud above their head. Exactly. Um, and then I've been on the, the, the marches and the rallies in London, loads of them now over the last mm-hmm. two years. And the energy is unbelievable. This is not uh, an energy of protest it's not mm-hmm. it's not an energy of protesting against a war or protesting against this that and the other yes. this is different it's and, and people can feel it's different so when I was um. I was talking to some people I was being uh, questioned by people from different parts of the world the other week last week actually um, and uh, on zoom and uh, two of the people were um, were from Canada and they'd been to Ottawa and that uh, truckers protest yeah. And they both made the point that the energy was different. The, the energy was, was something else. It was about joy, unity, uh, uh, um, and, um, high vibration. Exactly. And I thought, well, I know exactly what that feels like because mm-hmm. it's the, it's the vibe in the, the London, uh, marches and rallies. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, other people have said it in their kind of sphere around the world in different places, that it's a different energy. It is. And it's the energy of awakening, not awakening to what's happened in the last two years alone, but that's been a trigger. It's awakening to something greater. And um, it bodes uh, very well. We've got lots of challenges coming, but it bodes very well because this is the energy we need, not the energy of confrontation, the energy of, self-respect for a start of of being your own sovereign self and not allowing yourself um, to be told what to do by someone else just because they've got a title or a uniform.
0: Yeah period.
1: Uh, And this is for me um, where it starts Um, to once you identify self identify with being a point of attention if you like in within infinite awareness. um, Why should some other point of attention be telling me what to do. Mm uh-huh. uh-huh. what, what makes you m- more important than me? What makes me uh-huh. more important than you? Now, if you can persuade me with the power of your argument and your evidence that what you are asking me to do, asking me to do, not telling me, by the way. Yeah. Then I will do it on on, mm-hmm. uh, on the basis of, of you have persuaded me. It's the right thing to do. But I ain't doing it just because you in some position tell me to do it exactly I mean, yeah. who, who the heck is <laughs> Trudeau uh-huh. to tell canada how to live its life who yeah. is it uh-huh. where's the authority always oh, prime minister don't no don't give me that who forget all that uh-huh. who is he as a uh, an expression of consciousness to tell other expressions of consciousness called canadians how to live their lives How does that work? See, what this whole simulation reality has done with its hierarchies is uh, persuaded people that position and title and uniform somehow should give people more power, expressions Mm -hmm. of consciousness, more power than other expressions of consciousness that don't have that title and don't have that uniform. That's nonsense. That's, that's the, the the creation of mind, body mind that that, the five senses, it's not the creation of expanded awareness that sees everything as one. And so we start with that. I think that sovereign self first question, who are you to tell me what to do? You can persuade me what to do, who are you to tell me what to do? That's, yeah. um, that's I think, the start. Because although we're all expressions of of the same infinite awareness, we're all unique expressions of mm-hmm. it. Therefore, we should be celebrating our uniqueness as well as acknowledging that in the end, we're all one.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's a basic civil rights issue, right? It's basically transcended everybody um, as far as where they stand or what they are. And it's all just a programming issue. And like I said earlier, that veil is so thick, that programming is so thick, way thicker than I could ever imagine now. And here we are experiencing it. And, you know, we can, I want you to um, dig deeper for me. We can paint a picture here. So we have this infinite consciousness, right? We have this oneness, this awareness that we're talking about. And where did this start? Like, as far as the cult, the NWO, like, what was that control? Where did that simulation kick in? You see what I mean? Because this isn't a new thing, right? Like we already mentioned, this COVID um, stuff is something that only accelerated, you know, a fire that was already burning, right? So, where did that fire start in this, you know, larger construct of what we would call time, and how did we get to where we are now?
1: Well, I think I think time is a um, a construct of the simulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I said um, just after the millennium um, that uh, we live in a simulation and the walls of the simulation at, at our level in mm-hmm. this reality yeah. are the speed of light mm-hmm. um, and uh, there was an, an article in Scientific American in uh, April of last year which um, from by well, an academic who said that he felt that we live in a simulation and the the limits of the simulation, um, I would say, at our level, because I think there's multi levels of it. Yeah, um, is the speed of light, and mm-hmm. he rightly um, connected the speed of light in relation to the simulation to the processing speed uh, of it. a simulation. Where he's as he rightly said, um, and I've, I've been saying this for years myself, the the laws of physics uh, within the simulation are only the laws that have been encoded in the simulation. Exactly. So when people leave the body and experience other levels of reality, there's a completely different law of physics. Mm -hmm. And and so if you are um, creating a virtual reality game or something, then you as the creator decide what the rules are. Mm -hmm. And uh, therefore your rules that you encode in the game are the laws of physics of the game. And it's it's interesting and I think very relevant that um, the uh, physics of computer games basically is the same physics as our reality. Because mm-hmm. I think what's happening now is that, and we'll come to the metaverse, this is where this yeah. comes in. Yeah. Um, it, what we're looking at now is technology in our reality increasingly mimicking the simulation.
0: Mm-hmm. It's another Nothing. layer adding into it oh, as we are.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly that. Exactly mm-hmm. that. Uh, and uh, so, as people are, uh, you know, awaken from the from the perceptual prison cell, what what they're doing is trying to add more and more layers of the technological illusion. Yeah. So um, they want to pull you another step in. Yeah. To the metaverse and you've got augmented reality and virtual reality. And these are virtual realities within virtual realities mm-hmm. uh, to, to add more and more to the, um, to the bewilderment and the, uh, the maze, the perceptual maze that this is really, um, really all about. Uh, uh, but when you expand your awareness out beyond beyond it, suddenly you can see it. You know they 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 are trying to pull us in, because they know that if they don't, then you'll see it. Uh, and everything is about enticing and focusing the five senses, people in the five senses, and to get people to self-identify with five sense reality as the eye and you'll see also as part of this 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 is the deeper psychological reason for it mm-hmm. is that with this um so-called woke mentality which has been funded into existence through the schools universities and uh, corporations by them mm-hmm. i'm sure uh, george soros is uh, absolutely uh, desperately worried about social justice Mm-hmm. Um, not that Woke is about social justice it's about destroying it yeah. but if you look um, what they've done um, is increasingly subdivided the original labels
0: mm-hmm.
1: so um, now you've got this uh, long list of letters, it seems to be getting longer all the time which which is defining in fine detail people's sense of identity on the basis of really kind of crazy things like sexuality mm-hmm. you know that's not who we are that's what we're experiencing yeah. and and so the sense of self identity is is being squeezed and squeezed and squeezed yeah. is a point where artificial intelligence is connected to the human uh, brain and yeah. becomes the human mind we be, and and at that point you are you are sucked in Mm -hmm. assimilated into yeah ai and and what they call cyberspace and the metaverse is is another here kitty (laughs) kitty (laughs) kitty
0: exactly i feel like we're right on the edge like we're right in this in-between state where um there's an option now but very soon around the corner it's it's mandatory in the sense of you know, generational gaps, you know, my generation, for example, being the one that experienced the internet itself, right, being born into it. And I see the differences. And I still remember as a kid, you know, not having a cell phone and not having, you know, technology, and it was wonderful, right. But nowadays, you know, Generation Z, and going forward, right, the technology is just their their life and moving forward, the metaverse will be, you know, the next generations, that'll be their norm, right. So I feel like we're right here on the cusp of this, um, you know, choice rather, right, because we still have free will, in my mind, just it just for a little bit here before it's fully uploaded as you're saying right the technology and the mechanism to upload consciousness itself to this grid to this um you know five sense singularity is very not only possible and been talking about but happening right now it just hasn't trickled down to the consumer level where every single one of us are simply plugged in right so i myself have you know taken all the efforts to you know unplug from that world and plug into the real natural world and recently you know being a father and having kids i want to teach my children right how to you know have a natural simple life that very simple concept of just nature right i feel like is being forgotten you know and replaced with this you know singularity or metaverse or whatever the next shiny fancy thing is that we're going to get hooked on
1: yeah and i just want to, like, like to make one point here in regard to this and that's um I'm seeing in the alternative media and in um, some uh, connected areas, Elon Musk becoming something of a hero. Yeah, and and you know it, it really is important that people suss this guy and what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people that um, are, are obviously uh, pushing for this agenda. Yeah, and then there's other people that. Um, play the the role—that's what it is—of pushing against some of it, so Elon Musk will come out and support the truckers. He'll uh-huh. he'll. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know, it's very simple. Uh, don't judge people by their words, but by their actions. That's mm-hmm. what the real voice of a person is—what they uh-huh. do. And you've got um, Elon Musk, uh, who, who said some years ago that. AI could be the end of humanity. Well, true, uh, in terms of the way we perceive humanity. Uh, But then starts a company called Neuralink to connect uh, uh, human Mm. brains to computers. Mm -hmm. Um, He um, oversees, uh, because none of these people are actually running their companies. The cult Mm -hmm. runs the companies. But he oversees, he fronts up for SpaceX, which is putting up... Ultimately, thousands of low orbit satellites yeah. beaming um, Wi-Fi and 5G at the Earth uh, mm-hmm. to create this um, what Ray Kurzweil at Google calls the cloud yeah. to which the human brain is going to be connected by AI. Mm-hmm. And then he's got this Tesla operation, which is um, electric cars, actually driverless cars and the whole electric car um, uh, movement towards them. It's all planned. That's why these major car companies are all coming out with electric cars now, uh, being pushed by human-caused climate change and all that stuff, which they they, they claim. Um, if you're going to have a, uh, a driverless car, it, it has to be electric. Uh, it's run by a computer. It has to be electric. Um, you can't really have driverless cars with petrol engines and diesel engines. Um, so they're replacing... Um, diesel and, uh, and petrol with, um, with electric cars, not to benefit the environment, not at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you go through the whole cycle from the, the, you know, the cobalt in, in Africa through to the end, I exactly. mean, it's not, uh, an environmental, uh, <laughs> no. exercise at all. It's a nonsense. Mm-hmm. So, but what, what it's about, of course, Musk will know this. It's about, um, creating uh, the environment where driverless cars can um, can become the norm. And then the computer in the car decides where you can and cannot go instead of you in a petrol engine just pointing the car. I mean, we, we in Britain um, have uh, this uh, crazy situation. But, you know, to, to understand what's going on, uh, people just need to realize that Those that are running their country don't care where it is around the world, there will be odd exceptions, not many. They're not doing it for the benefit of you in that country, they're they're Mm -hmm. following a global script. And therefore, there are things being done that are bad for you, really bad for you. I mean, we've seen that in the last two years. they're doing it because it's the cult agenda, not because it's, it, it benefits you. If it doesn't benefit you, well, that's fair enough. It's the cult agenda. It's happening. Mm-hmm. So in Britain, we've had, we've got these motorways, freeways. And what they've always had is um, overwhelmingly three lanes, three running lanes, and then a lane on the left-hand side, which they call the hard shoulder, the emergency lane. So that means that if you are in fast moving traffic and your vehicle breaks down, then you you get across into the hard shoulder, the emergency lane. And there you're out of the fast moving traffic coming behind you. Also um, ambulances and um, uh, uh, fire uh, engines, um, they go down the emergency lane to get to an accident. Exactly. So every, every, all, the, all the traffic is built up because of the accident. They go down the emergency lane and they get there very quickly. Mm-hmm. What they're doing in Britain now is they're taking out the emergency lane and turning it into a running lane. <laughs> and they're doing this all over the country. And there's, there's been so many people have died where their car has or, or vehicle has broken down uh, in, in what was the hard shoulder they would have got across to it. But it's now a running lane. And a truck or something has come behind them and, and, and wiped them out. Um, but they're still doing it. And people say, well, that's crazy. Why are they doing that? They're doing it because they're preparing for the driverless car era. Exactly. That's what they're doing it for. Yeah. And, and if there, there are people who are going to die and they know they, know they will in, that, in this situation I've described, then so be it, they say, because uh-huh. our agenda must happen. Yeah. so it's a big penny drop. i mean when you realize for instance well it's not hard to grasp now that trudeau is not I mean, he was in my books in the 1980s but in the 1990s um uh, pierre trudeau mm-hmm. and, and biden's not running america for america exactly. and, and so it goes on macron in france is not running france for french people he's mario draghi the unelected um prime minister of uh, of italy who's turned italy fascist uh, and, and what's happening now to uh, these things that seem to be random are easy to connect and yeah. smart motorways, as they're calling them, which is another inversion because they're stupid motorways, taking mm-hmm. the emergency uh, uh, lane out, um, is um, on the face of it crazy, but there's method in the madness.
0: Exactly. And that's the thing. It's all, as we've already said, look at these keywords, look at all these things. And it's all levels of programming, right? In in full swing, but on the surface, right, there's these words that are compassionate, like, you know, Neuralink, for example, with Elon Musk, right, talking about how it's going to help save people with neurological disorders or, um, you know, blindness or things like that, which all sounds wonderful for humanity and everybody gets these warm, you know, gushy feelings in their heart, but nobody wants to dig, you know, deeper than that as far as what this can actually do (laughs) and how no one understands how you can't go back, right, from these decisions once they have been, uh, you know, implemented into our society, right? So, person walking down the street, you know, with a Neuralink in their head, right now, like I said, we are in this very simple era where you have a choice, right? Where people are walking around, you know, with, he- you know, earphones, earbuds, or whatever, and they have their cell phone. And you can see somebody that's, you know, extremely plugged in and into the Matrix, and they're locked in, and that's it. But very soon there will be no difference. There'll be you no. Know, that surgery, that implant will be like connected, you know, psychologically and physically into them. So you won't be able to see the difference as far as who's connected into it and who's not, you know, it'll be this Pokemon, you know, go metaverse world that we're all connected to, you know, and on the double bladed sword, like these people that we're talking about, you know, that are controlling this, they're not stupid people, you know, and they've inserted, you know, figures, celebrities, whoever to, increase this, right, and to give it a public name, whether it's for promoting, you know, green earth, or for me, thinking about compassion for animals, and, you know, lab tested food to replace meats or certain things, right, all these things are really changing and connecting every aspect of life from the air, the water, the food, right, literally everything is being controlled to persuade us into that. And meanwhile, here we are, like I said, what's what's left, you know, what's going to be left of it? Is it really this, you know, dark, cold place that we're going to be living in while the metaverse just takes over? Or is there any real chance for, <laughs> you know, something to thrive beyond it?
1: Well, that 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 depends on uh, whether people awakened uh, to awareness consciousness beyond that, which is in terms of selling these things. I mean, if someone knocks on your door to sell you a, a vacuum cleaner, they're not going to try to sell you it by telling you it's terrible, are they? No. They're going to tell you all the good things about it. They're not going to tell you the bad things about it. They're not, they're not going to tell you that actually it has a record of, of breaking into flames or anything. They're going to tell you, Oh, it stocks up the Josh. So brilliant, all that stuff. And that's what they're doing with this, um, with this technological, um, uh, kind of revolution is that they're telling you things like you've mentioned with, with oh, it's helping, you know, disabled people. Now, everything is about motivation. Uh, and so, if the motivation of this technology was purely to help people it can help, then that's okay. But it's not. That is the foot in the door. That's the thin end of the wedge for the real reason. You have people like Ray Kurzweil at Google saying that, openly saying that, you know, we're going to connect um, the human brain to AI and that. Um, once that connection happens, AI will do more and more human thinking until human yeah. thinking, as we know it is negligible, if existent at all. I mean, there is words, not mine. Exactly. Uh, but but that will make us gods. That will make us superhuman. This, this, yeah, you're looking at Now you're seeing the sales pitch yeah. uh, for this uh, dystopian world.
0: Yeah, it's happening. uh, Key word, you said it right there, God, right? We just keep trying to play God, keep trying to reenact it. I like how you pointed out in the beginning there with singularity and this infinite consciousness, because they are connected. You can't have one without the other. And it's a part and parcel it's always trying to mimic it but it'll never be as magnificent as you know the creation itself the the infinite itself it will never be we can never man will never create anything and then here we are right in this programming at the base of all of this covid you know omicron stuff at this base health level right if you truly believe that any chemical or anything artificial is going to create that right then here we are at this base Humans. I've seen them within my own family structure. And
1: certainly it's described by the native Americans, the Cree tribal people in uh, Canada and across the border into America have the concept of what they call Wutico, And I came across Wutico maybe 18 months ago. Um, but and I, when I read how they described Wutico and what it was, I thought this is just the mind virus I've been talking about. They call it Wotiko. It was the same. And there's an amazing common theme. And when, uh, Christianity talks about the devil and Satan and demons and the Gnostics talk about yes. and the archons or rulers yes. and, and so on and so forth. You're seeing different names and symbolic expressions of a, a, a state of consciousness in the end, you know, it doesn't matter if you're human 100%. or if you're um, some reptilian being or whatever, it doesn't matter yeah. Yeah. how you behave what you do is decided by your state of consciousness. Yes. And so, so it's it, if you go back to that level, you can find where this is playing out from. And it seems ever so complex yes. when it plays out all different people, different races and what have you, all acting in different ways. Yeah. But, but if you get it down to, to basically to consciousness, um, then it becomes very simple what's going on, really. That, that, that people are starting to see these deeper levels of what's actually going on. Yes, yes. And there's a, there's a, an inverted, chaotic, distorted state of consciousness. Um and inverted in this sense, um for me, what we call evil is the absence of love. And yes. um evil is um is an inversion of love. This inverted consciousness, which goes under many and various names in religions and ancient cultures, yeah. um, by its inversion, by its nature, is in a very low frequency state. And so to, to attach, to assimilate human consciousness or consciousness having an ex- having an experience called human, it has to uh, bring that awareness. Here we're going back to the five sense prison. Exactly. Um, into into its frequency layer because then a it can um attach to it and and assimilate it yeah and the, the other thing is that when you've got this frequency attachment um then the I'll call it wutiko the yeah. wutiko uh, consciousness can start to feed its perception um in, into those that are attached to it
0: Oh, big time, big and time, so man.
1: What happens then?
0: Like the everyday consumer just being more attracted to these ideas for a reason, talking about, you know, aliens or talking about, uh, you know, reptilians or what's going on behind the scenes or celestial beings or Galactic Federation or Palladians or Syrians, like people, you know, that I used to be called crazy or whatever, you know, for talking about this stuff, I feel like people who understand chemtrails, understand these ideas that used to be so far-fetched, <laughs> but now yeah. have actually uh, become tangible in, in people's lives.
1: <laughs> that's all, that's all, that's all true. And that's all good on one level. But, you know, for me, um, what, what attaches us to the, the simulation, the matrix, the, perceptual sexual prison cell is self-identity with being human. Yeah. Um, instead of uh, primarily, instead of being consciousness, I hear and, you. You know, for me, the whole Garden of Eden story is symbolic, and, and you can find the same story told in different ways all over the sure. world. Yeah. Um, it's, it's symbolic of humanity, that what we call humanity, consciousness yeah. that we now call humanity. Yeah. Um, was operating, those that have been trapped in this simulation anyway, um, mm-hmm. they have been operating, uh, though they were operating in a much higher frequency um, reality, which was much more ethereal, so much more was possible, and that's symbolic yeah. of paradise, and, yeah. and, and, and that consciousness, or some of it, fell out of paradise. Uh, and fell into uh, human form, which I think is symbolized by Adam and Eve. And of course, yes. you have the serpent in the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. And this fall that is this common theme, for me, was a fall down the frequencies um, into, into this density. Now, this, as I understand it, and you know, I've looked at this a lot in the last um, 20 years, this simulation is a simulation of something that actually exists. It's just a digital version of it.
0: Yes, I see um, that.
1: And so when, when because if you if you read the um, the writings of the Gnostics that were found in a earthen jar in Nagamadi in Egypt in 1945, it's a treasure trove of writings which were supposed to have, well, it's estimated they were put in that jar around 400 AD, but go back further. Um, they describe this force they call Archons, Greek for rulers, and how they created what they called a bad copy of prime reality. I mean, that, that given the, how old these writings are, that's quite extraordinary—a bad copy of prime reality. Um, but it was a copy. So if you if you have a website and you take a copy of it, when you take the copy of it. It's a copy of the website as it is at that moment. Now, that website you've taken a copy of goes on existing as it always has. But now you've got a copy. Now you can start to change the copy. So it's increasingly not like the original. And uh, over the uh, over of this period, we've seen and it's 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 on steroids now how how this reality uh, has been changed and changed and changed uh to uh, become uh a, a prison cell rather than a paradise and so when um you have um adam and eve falling out of the garden that for me was uh, is symbolic of of when humanity became trapped in this uh in this simulation, which at one point was uh, able to simulate prime reality, yeah. Uh, increasingly now, it's um, it's it's an insult to prime reality. Uh, and you know, if you um, if you experience prime reality, the Earth in prime reality, mm-hmm. then you 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 you'd you'd be in a in a um, a reality that's teeming with life, teeming with life. But look at look at the um, look at the simulation copy. I mean, look out at all those lights at night, um, which are supposed to be light years and billions of light years away. Actually, space and distance, like time, are illusions. But why isn't this teeming with life? Why isn't this reality teeming with life? But if you, I mean, we come back to this. What, 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 what we we're talking about earlier? The idea is to isolate uh, consciousness in five sense reality and disconnect from expanded states of consciousness. Yeah. isolate isolation. Mm-hmm. So you look at the uh, the way the simulation um, projects portrays. Um, the "quote universe," that part that we can see, uh, and it's all about isolation. Th- this is this is where you get the, the the extraordinary contradiction from. That that life as we know it only appears, or we're told it only appears, to exist on this one tiny, tiny planet. <laughs> within this vast bloody universe, that's this is all part of the simulation, yeah. creating a sense of isolation. If this universe was teeming, well, the, the simulation was teeming with life. We had kind of extraterrestrials landing and leaving, and and, and you know, exactly. drink down the pub. Yeah. Then, of course, people's minds, perceptions, etc. Et
0: That's how it always was. We were using these technological advanced things that like makes an iPhone or makes whatever we're doing now here on this chat seem like primitive, right? So that's what I'm saying. Like paint us a picture here of what this lid looks like when it really blows off here because I feel it coming. I know you do. And it's only really just a matter of people willing to accept it. Right. And I don't want to use the word time because we know that's an illusion. It's just a matter of consciousness wrapping its mind around the fact that this is only us taking our power back so it can truly manifest here on this planet.
1: Yeah, well, um, we are creating the world. Yeah. We're creating the world with our perception. So um, what is perception? Uh Perception is what dictates behavior. Mm -hmm. We behave as we do because we perceive as we do. And collective behavior is called human society. So human society is as it is now because of the perceptual level of the population. Yes. And perception comes from information that we receive and form into perception. Uh, People awaken uh, and... Their perceptions change, both of self and reality. Then human society must change. You know, we can, we can go from the five. Again, a lot of people do this. You can go from the five sense level. That says, uh, what are the solutions? Yeah. Uh, and uh, we need to start an organisation. Um, someone needs to take the minutes, and and then we have to have um, someone who's chairman and or chairwoman or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and you can start from the five sense level yeah. and that's going to change nothing because the consciousness has not exactly. changed
0: the energy all behind that, it. Yes. All
1: that's, all that's happened is you've realized a bit more about the way the five sense world is manipulated, but yeah. you, there's not been a shift to consciousness. Yes. You come from the other way. You have the consciousness shift, yes. which leads to the perceptual shift, which leads to the behavior shift. And things like organizations and structures and all these things, not that there will be anything like as many, um, they flow from from the consciousness shift. Yeah. They don't come first. They, you don't start with them. That They play out we, because we do things I see it. in relation to the perceptions that we have. Therefore, when the perceptions change, we, we change the way things are done. And collectively, that means we change the world
0: yeah i agree i agree completely this consciousness is expanding this energy is growing and i agree wholeheartedly again as far as you if can't it, target I, it from if, it you're, is, if you're
1: sensitive in any way to energy you can feel there's a shift going on big time you know,
0: it's yep. like
1: it's like you know it's for, for so long it's, if, if you're sensitive to energy it's been yeah. like walking through bloody treacle oh right? big
0: time big time the fear has been you know yeah. parallel it's been more than i've ever felt and i know a lot of people are feeling it too and- unless you do have that spiritual antenna, right? People are so subject to what's in the material universe, right? That I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if some, you know, beaming, you know, figure or whatever were to show up tomorrow and and to disguise everybody into having this spiritual experience, but obviously it would be fake. You see what I mean?
1: I know exactly what you mean. And, yeah. and you know, the part of being truly spiritual is to be bloody streetwise.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and, and as you expand your awareness into um, greater and greatest ways of consciousness beyond the the, the frequency of manipulation, then you yeah. become more and more streetwise because you become more and more aware of of the greater reality, and and you're able to look at this world from that level and see what you can't see when you're in the world and of it, as opposed to being in the world but not totally of it. Um, and You know, this is this is this is very, very important that people uh, need to to question and be aware of anything and keep asking the question, who benefits from me believing what I'm being told to believe here? Doesn't matter who's saying it, whether it's an alternative person or whether it's a government person who benefits from from um, what I'm uh, being asked to believe here. It's very, very important. And it's interesting you mentioned light there. You know, I think there's a big problem with light, you know, mm-hmm. people people look at um, light and they yeah. look at the sun and what have you, and they yeah. say of the light, you know. I, I think that's a fake light. I think yeah. the electromagnetic spectrum. Uh, well, I'm absolutely. I hear you.
0: I hear you. I understand you completely. Yes. Yes.
1: Electromagnetic spectrum yeah. is the simulation at our level. Yes.
0: And now, so uh, I've used that word to just describe it, and I would love it. A, be- a a better word. And I would. I'm just curious because that's. I'm just saying. I'm only using that word to you know. For the podcast, in the sense of to connect with people, right? But I agree with you because I've experienced that divine light, that infinite light that I'm ta- that we've you know talked about many times. It's just I agree with you that what it's, um, it's different, very different. I call it, um, you know, it's the it's the it's the same. How do I say it? It's the same uh, light itself, but it's not the same quantity. That's what it is. So it's a, it's the same thing, but the quality of it is not the same, right? So you're gonna feel yeah, it, it, it at, at the depth of your being.
1: This piercing light uh, yeah. is, is, is the simulation. Let there be light. Let yeah. there be the simulation. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, in the in the Gnostic writings found at Nag mm-hmm. they describe prime reality light uh, in terms of watery light.
0: I and like they describe, that.
1: They describe it as the light that casts no shadows. Yes. I've it been- is.
0: It is. I mean, the way I would describe it is it's something that is beyond not only beyond the sun, but it's like 10,000 times brighter than the sun. And you're like your eyeballs cannot even, you know, take it in, you know, like your two physical eyeballs are not able to even internalize that, you know, and I've been to that place many times. And it's something like I said, that we're all I feel like that's our own, you know, abundant nature where we're all supposed to live and supposed to harness and our ability as humans is supposed to take that source energy or infinite source awareness, whatever you want to call it, and channel that here to hopefully bring some, you know, watery light here to this place so people can, you know, enjoy it instead of all this fake light that people are used to.
1: (laughs) This is the whole point about about it is the watery light is sharing the same space as the electromagnetic light it's just yes. what frequency are you in back are to you,
0: perception are you mm-hmm. in the
1: frequency that connects with the simulation light yes. or are you with the frequency that connects with the, the 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 light that casts no shadows the infinite yes. light uh, and uh, so um if you if you go back to what i was talking about in terms of the simulation being a bad copy being a yeah mimic a digital, yeah. if you like, at one level, it's waveform on another one. Yeah. Mimic of prime reality. Um, the the mimicking of prime light is electromagnetic light.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and and they've caught us in a belief that that light is the light. It's not. Yeah. You know, I, I'll tell you this. Um, when I, I hear I leave, you. When I leave the body eventually, it won't be soon. I've got too much to do. But um, when I leave the body eventually, I'm not going up any bloody tunnel of light, I'll tell you (laughs) that.
0: Moving forward, how do people, you know, um, just to give people with some, some empathy and some compassion here towards the end, how can we give people, you know, a secure way to, like I said, channel that energy or to get beyond this control, beyond their own internal mechanism, as far as increasing consciousness, like, do they start with their diet? Should they just be increasing their, you know, education beyond, obviously, the, you know, the college, you know, System itself, right? Where do where do people go as far as looking into this to move in a direction that's somewhat positive?
1: Well, what I would say is change your self identity. Beautiful. Uh, See, see um, your human life and your human labels as experiences that your consciousness is having, but you are the consciousness having the experience. And you are um, connected, or can be connected. We're always connected, is whether we are perceptually connected um, to uh, infinite reality. You know, um, we're all um, expressions of, and ultimately, uh, we are that infinite whole. Yeah. So uh, once you uh, you um, self-identify with that, you you, you yes. you're awareness must expand into greater and greater ways of consciousness because your self identity expands your sense of self expands so you must expand just as you go the other way when you uh, self identify with more and more myopia of labels and subdivided labels you go deeper and deeper and deeper into the into the illusion and into the uh, what i call phantom self self identity Yes. Uh, and once you start doing that, then things start to change anyway. First of all, you become more aware, you become more sensitive, you become more intuitive, yeah. but also you are um, interacting as you expand your awareness, that, that part of your the, the awareness in the sense that it's influencing your perceptions, yeah. you are expanding into greater and greater swathes of this field of possibility and probability. So, therefore, what you are going to manifest into a life experience is going to be vastly greater than it was before. Because when you self-identify with limitation, then that expresses itself in your perceptual field. Yes. Um, And because your perception of self and the world is limited your perceptual field expresses that limitation and you you're you're then uh, interacting with the field of possibility and probability at that level of uh perceived limitation so what are you going to do you're you're going to uh create a feedback loop in which your perceptions become your experienced reality where little me uh self-identity becomes a little me life Exactly. Not because it has to be, but because you believe it does. It's You're free will. It yeah, is. it's
0: free will at that point. Yeah. And so, no one so can
1: mm-hmm. as you expand into, into greater and greater swathes of consciousness and, and you, you continue that, the more and more you self-identify with <laughs> being infinite rather than finite, then you are able to uh manifest so many more things in your life. People suddenly find synchronicity and bits of luck and things happening just when they need to happen oh yeah people you meet just when you need to meet them that weren't happening before because you are now interacting with possibility and probability in a much greater more expanded way so what you can make possible manifest as possible is expanded in um in the same way and and your life changes and 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 as that happens, of course, your perceptions expand, your perceptions change, your behavior changes, your interaction with others change. The more people that do it, society changes, and suddenly we have heaven on earth um, uh, because we have literally taken the consciousness of what people call heaven, um, expanded uh, reality, and we've, we've, we've grounded it here.
0: Now, totally, I believe we're multi dimensional. And this is you were just describing perfectly what I would call the fifth dimension and this bigger, you know, consciousness or great awakening that we're experiencing, right, is this shift from that third dimension, or that physical, lower vibrational belief that we're all just, you know, these meat suits walking around, and it's this, you know, scientific world. And when you die, it's just black and emptiness. And that's pretty much it. And then as we're consciousness is growing and growing, and you go beyond those beliefs and into yourself, and you can awaken beyond them, this fifth dimensional thing that you've just been describing is great. And now I just want to get into a a little bit as far as let's go again behind the scenes and get into just reptilians or palladians, what's going on behind the scenes and so bring us some clarity as far as how that funnels into
1: this world. Um for me, I mean it's interesting you should mention um the fifth dimension. Yeah. See, I, I think dimensions are created by not by a a dimension in and of itself. Mm-hmm but by the extent to which you can perceive reality. Yes. So if you have a expanded state of consciousness, you may be able to perceive, these are just terms, um, the third and fourth dimension.
0: I agree. Yes.
1: So to you, the third and fourth dimension are one dimension. It's just, it's that's the range that you can perceive. Yes. What we're, what, what, Um, we call the third dimension uh, uh, is basically people that can't see beyond the five senses. Exactly.
0: I agree completely. And these are exactly just words that we can use to talk about it.
1: (laughs) They're very useful. They they're are very, they're very useful terms yes. um, to, to talk to, to five sense mind which yeah. which wants which wants structure
0: it wants structure to comp- to compute as far as to relate this thing <laughs> yeah. that we call life yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah. you throw in actually you know it's it's not quite like that but it, it's it serves as a wonderful analogy yes so what we call the fifth dimension uh, for me is beyond the simulation. Yes. Um, and I think the simulation and the reptilians and all the manipulation of this world, I go into this in this new book in great detail. I'm
0: excited really, about
1: it. Really, um, really cut new ground, really. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's coming from the fourth dimension. Yeah. And the, fourth, the fourth dimension, what, what uh, some people call the astral, yes. is, is, is the realm of mind. Yes. Um, and um, uh, the simulation is a Creation of mind. The yes. mi- our, our minds are creating the simulation. Yeah. In the same way, uh, I mean, we're we're looking at the brain in this case, but mm-hmm. it's the same principle. You put on a headset uh, and a virtual reality game, and mm-hmm. uh, it feeds the brain yes. um, information which the brain decodes into a perceived reality. Yes. And this reality can seem very, very real as you see people yeah. jumping around. The nervous
0: system doesn't know any difference. The biology that exactly itself, that. that's the exactly thing, that. right? Yeah. So
1: if you if you take um, the brain in that analogy yeah. and you, you think of the my fourth dimensional mind, mm-hmm. that's that's where the, the simulation is being fed into us. Yes, I agree. And, and so... This world, this simulation, is actually a projection of our own minds. Yes. Um, and it's uh, a projection of our own minds, um, minds that have become um, bewildered and lost yeah. in an illusion that's being fed to it. Yeah. Whereas other levels of your consciousness, you talk about the fifth dimension, that's beyond all that. It's beyond yeah. the simulation. It's beyond mind. We're, we're into yeah. another level of consciousness. Mind is... Yeah. Mind, for me, I, I've said this in books over the years. Mind may be made of the same, if you like, substance, for want of a term, as expanded consciousness. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a different frequency level of it. But, you know, a, 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 a heaving ocean and a block of ice are made from the same substance basically but they're very different and, <laughs> and it's the same with with mind and expanded awareness and yeah. it's this level of mind And you know people think uh you know fourth dimensional that's way out there no 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 no
0: no no no, no. no. yeah it's here. yeah it's that's a,
1: yeah it's just beyond yeah that level that our five senses can decode into a visual reality <laughs> Yeah.
0: exactly It's so, that's the biggest and i know i wish there was a better word i love language and i'm always open for for new things and and dimension is just the closest and best word that i have yeah, now I think, to describe yeah, it.
1: it and As long it, the caveat i, you, I think give the caveat of, of, yeah. of the kind of things i've just said it's a it's a very simple way to explain yeah. it it really is and i've used that in this book actually
0: good good i think people you know can interpret that in in different forms and obviously in the beginning if you don't have this um intellect involved, what's going to happen is that you're going to mistaken it for, yes, something that is outside or something that is going beyond, but internally, it's really not. It's actually something that we experience, right? And that's the key word is experience that's gonna pass on, you know, through us. And that's what I mean. So do you think there is, you know, beings, higher beings or what is controlling as far as those dimensions or what those things that separate those layers in between each one, right? So if people are trapped into this 3D layer and all they think is the matrix code and then we have the 4D, 5D, 6, whatever, we don't need to get into it. But the point is there are, you know, things that are keeping these set. Right into place itself.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's it's a, it's it's about frequency. I mean, you know, yeah. the, the frequency of what we call the third dimension yeah. is is is, is a, a low frequency. The frequency yeah. of mind is a higher frequency. Yes. But it, it, it's not as high as fifth dimensional consciousness and so yeah. on. So yeah. and and th- th- that that fourth dimension. I've been writing since um I. From the time I introduced the whole reptilian thing, yes, in, uh, 1997, I wrote the book, The Biggest Secret. Uh, mm-hmm. and it came out in 1998. I've been describing the, the, the fact, fully enough, the way we're yeah. chatting now, mm-hmm. that these reptilians <laughs> operate in what I termed at the time and still do, the lower fourth dimension, yes, which, which relates to the what other people call the lower astral. Yes. And that's where this is coming from.
0: Yes, uh, I see that too
1: and and you know you got these reptilian beings be- because the frequency from the lower astral to 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 our reality is so so small yeah. they can move in and out of our reality exactly
0: that's what i was going to say i look at the 4d or the astral is just a bridge right so it's this waypoint where um convert people that are whether they're aware of it or not most people are just doing this through their dream state if they're not aware of it it would be a lucid dream or an astral projection at that point but most people are not aware of these you know 4d um you know, realities, let's say. And yes, there are these beings right, that see that as a bridge, as an opportunity to connect with us, you know, quote unquote, human on this side playing in the 3D realm so they can interact, right? So that's where I see all of that happening within itself. Right. And then people make the mistake as it, you know, we don't have to get into duality at all. It doesn't have to be bad or good or this or that, you know, or 4D doesn't mean that it's better than, than 3D or higher or lower. You see what I mean? It all just is. These are just the rules of consciousness.
1: Yeah, um, but, you know, uh, I talked there about the lower fourth dimension, the lower astral, whatever. Yeah. What, 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 they're operating from there. And what are they doing? They're disconnect. That, that's the point where they're yes. seeking to disconnect um, our five sense body-mind yes. from for the terms we're talking about now, fifth dimensional consciousness. Yeah. They're in that space between mm-hmm. the two. Yes,
0: beautiful, beautiful. David, this has been so fun. I don't want to take too much of your time. This has been wonderful. Okay. Where can uh, people find you? Let's. I know you've been talking about your, your next book coming out. I'm excited about that. Let's send some people your way and how can we find all the good stuff that you're putting out into the world these days?
1: Well, the main hub is davidike.com. That's where all the videos are and the daily um, uh, updates of news stories put into context of why they're happening, not just what's happening. And um, and there's uh, iconic behind me, um, which is my uh, son Jamie. He started it two years ago. It's uh, an alternative Netflix in a way, and and covers all these alternative subjects, not just conspiracy, but the nature of reality, everything. I've just done a thirteen-part series called The Nature of Reality, which is on yeah. iconic now. And uh, you know, I do a um, a news show every week, uh, going through the the news of the week and putting it into context. My son uh, Gareth does a uh, took a very topical news show, talking to people that the mainstream media won't talk to every week. And, so and then needed. we have this great uh, swathe of um, documentaries on multiple subjects. And there's a, a very good documentary. We've got a great producer called uh, Christiana, and there's a great documentary on the iconic called Divine Intervention. Wonderful. Uh, that, is, that is about, I, I, I contribute quite a lot to that, but so do many other people uh it's about you know the non-human manipulation of human society Yeah.
0: Yeah, yes i'm going to link all of this in the description below so people can find that and get more resources as far as what exactly is going on and get to the you know truth of what's going on because i think people are not only curious about it but they're after it more than ever and
1: Oh, unfortunately
0: yeah. we live in a world where you know those good old days of the internet and free information are, are gone right so we have to you know work harder to even get this out you know so i just want to thank you again for taking the time to do that and that's what i'm going to do is do my best to get this out as many people as i possibly can and we can continue to to keep shining this you know watery light into this beautiful world
1: yeah and then just just one final point the the censorship is not coming from a point of strength it's coming exactly from- yeah. Because they know if they don't censor, they can't win an argument. Yeah.
0: Beautiful. Well said. Thank you, David. I appreciate your time.
1: Pleasure. Pleasure.